Hey, I'm, I'm Ben. Jeff. I'm Ben. I'm Jeff. Uh, no, I'm... I'm <sighs> ben, just, just do, do it. The, just do okay, the I'm, thing. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, this is Ben, Jeff, and Thayer, and we host a podcast called Convince Me, where we have guests on to try to convince us to get on board with their unique obsessions. Check out our I'm podcast. It's called Convince Me. I'm Jeff. Warning, today's episode of I Love You and I Like You features a conversation about the 2017 feature film The Little Hours, starring Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, and Kate Micucci. That means there's going to be a lot of spoilers, so if you worry about the plot of a comedy being spoiled and some of the jokes, and you haven't seen the movie yet, you may want to wait to listen. But everyone on this podcast basically liked it, so go see it if you feel like you might enjoy The Little Hours. And now... On with the show. If you eat waffles like Nessie, drink your whiskey like Swanson, you like parks and recreation. If you know you hate Jerry, I'm bet you never been a horsey. You love parks and recreation. Well, You fell into the pit. Welcome to I Love You and I Like You, a Parks and Recreation podcast. I'm your host, Elise Michelle. And I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. And today it's a bonus Where Are They Now episode about the 2017 film The Little Hours. Today's guest joining us in the pit is actor, writer, comedian. You may know him from his blog, The Bitter Waiter. Uh, wait, no, <laughs> yeah, TheBitterWaiter.com or his web series Brunch. And you may know him from all the shows that he does at UCB. Please welcome to the show. Chase McCowan. McCowan. Yes. I, I want to get the I really want to get the in in. Uh, you did. You got it in. <laughs> well done. Uh, Chase, thank you so much for joining us. How are thank you, you doing? Having me. I'm doing today. well. Doing well. Uh, we're up at midnight. We just saw the movie <laughs> The Little Hours. Can we keep the energy up? That'll be the question of the podcast. I'm jacked right now, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of road rage on the drive here, so I am awake. Good, yeah. <laughs> Elise said, punch me in the face on the way home, and I did as gently as possible. I did. I said, punch me in the face, but gently. <laughs> Good. It's 2017. Yeah. <laughs> it's acceptable. So, yeah, domestic abuse is fine. It's just got to be gentle domestic yeah. abuse. Yeah, the big steps forward. Okay, well, before we get into the film, you wanted to mention some of the tra- trailers that we saw today yeah let's just start with the trailers that we saw for this movie so first trailer that we saw was for the new inconvenient truth sequel inconvenient truth or inconvenient truth truth to power sure. something yes. like that the truth, new i believe truth to power truth to is power. that movie out because i've seen that trailer for what feels like six months yeah yeah as soon as trump got elected they're like we've got something to market on wow uh which is fun to say that trump got elected uh yeah i think it's end of july end of july great yeah uh very excited i told i leaned over to chase in the middle of that and i was like it makes me sad how emotional i get every time i watch that trailer like i didn't think al gore that one of the most boring presidential candidates of all time (laughs) whatever like don't you see what the scientists we're saying like every time he says that i'm like oh god you're right but it's better to get emotional during that trailer than say 
Transformers. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. But and last I, night, he's, uh, <laughs> he's yeah. a hero. <laughs> and I have been amongst people who are feeling the same way about that trailer. So. Oh, nice. Bumblebee, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then the second one was... Luke. Gook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming in hot with the title of the film, wow. which nobody wanted to say. Thank you for braving that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, yeah, a film about the L.A. riots. Uh, is wh- it about or is it just about a little girl? I was very confused. I got the sense that it was set during the L.A. riots. Okay, yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily about them. Yeah. Growing yeah. up in the L.A. riots or being around. Yeah, didn't get a lot from that trailer. Well, I think it was like, here's how artsy and fun the L.A. riots were. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they really brought the fun to the L.A. riots with Gook. (laughs) 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 Just just the word. I hope I hope somewhere like in the New York Times, someone's written that. It's like they brought the fun (laughs) to the L.A. riots with Gook. Everything's terrible. (laughs) Um, And then the last one was this uh, this documentary about ISIS and like journalists covering it and it was i think it was called city of ghosts yes sounds right. it was city of ghosts uh yeah it did look interesting i'd like mm-hmm. to see it journalists are heroes yeah. uh i just watched zodiac last night and so i'm all like on like journalists are cool mm-hmm. yeah i don't know nothing to say there they are they help out the yeah, good job journalists good job journalists they all are those journalists out there. currently under attack from our current administration so yes we should be championing championing journalists for yeah. sure yeah got good old donald trump tweeting memes where he's beating up cnn because they're not real news you see that yes no. oh, oh, oh yeah i saw it it's and I, so it's from the same people who are irate well it's not from the same people but mm-hmm. the people who excuse it are the same people who were bent and bent out of shape over the kathy griffin thing of course kathy griffith griffin griffith i don't know griffin. you know I'm i never bad know gay i could not tell you <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, okay it's she's apparently one of our many queens you know chase you're a good gay to me thank you uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so those are the trailers a lot of real real tonal mismatch for the movie yeah, that we're for the movie we into. saw those three were egregiously yeah uh, never know what to poorly expect. suited that was harsh um yeah. But okay, yeah, so we went to see The Little Hours, mm-hmm. as I said, mm-hmm. um, directed by Jeff Baina. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Jeff Baina, yeah, you guys know him. He also um, wrote it. He also wrote it, yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, starring Allison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, Kate Micucci, Dave mm-hmm. Franco, and uh, you didn't put her on here. Um, and I've just blanked on her name. Oh, Molly great. Shannon. Thank and you And Molly so much. Shannon. Yes. Okay, fine. And then John C. Riley. Okay, but and then... don't leave out Fred Armisen. <laughs> oh, God. What about Nick Offerman? Who's that? <laughs> uh, yeah, and so the, kind of the story of it, just like as a broad overview, is like these medieval nuns, I think it's like 1300s, 1300s. Uh, are trying to kind of le- continue their normal lives when this uh this guy Dave Franco shows up at their 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 convent uh right that's basically it they're just trying to mm-hmm. continue but it's all he throws a wrench in it and they're all crazy yeah well that's he started g- he was um a servant right yeah. at mm-hmm. uh Nick Offerman's castle and right. he was uh <laughs> doing it doing it strong to Nick's wife yes in every way possible you later learn yeah. yeah and all yeah in all the ways possible i think he might have invented 69 like according to that that was real great oh, that was funny um yeah so yeah that's right he's doing nick offerman's wife nick offerman is like this nobleman who complains too much nick offerman is a nobleman what do we think 
funny, good. Oh, I he, like that bit, yeah. Right? I thought he was a comedic highlight for sure. <laughs> he yeah. was funny. I mean, he nails that role. He, he is that person. He's yeah. just a he's just a grumpy, stern man. <laughs> your lavish yeah. life with your two dresses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your lavish life. That was so great. That was very funny. with your two dresses. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like the first big laugh of the movie too. Because oh yeah, even before that, it starts with this like long, long, long shot of Aubrey Plaza. Uh, <laughs> Like walking. Pu- like walking a, 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 donkey. a, a donkey. Yes. For like fifteen minutes. It reminds me, I don't know if you guys like it's an old like old Italian movies. Like I think even Django, like the original Django starts with him just like dragging a coffin in a long shot yeah. for like five minutes. You're like, what the fuck is this? It felt very old and Italian. So I don't know. I guess they nailed that tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it? Uh, the thing with the donkey was that it kept escaping, and so she would have to go out in the middle of the night and go get it, or, or very early morning. Yeah, that's what we found out. Yeah. Did we ever figure out why she was leaving? She like didn't have her habit fully on. She was yeah. like, putting it on. Yeah. Was it her excuse to go out and spoiler alert practice yeah. witchcraft? Oh yeah, I guess that's true. That must be it. Uh, we put a spoiler. We're gonna put a spoiler alert right at the top of this episode. So <laughs> yeah. feel. So also, just again, it's coming. We're talking <laughs> about a movie. Are coming. Yeah. yeah, near impossible. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's right. And then that is weird. So yeah, then Dave Frank. He, Dave Franco gets caught like boning the wife, and then he like runs off to bed, and Nick Offerman can't see him at night. Like they can't. And so Nick Offerman's like trying to figure out if who was boning his wife and did you guys get that whole bit like that they were like cut he was cutting his hair i was a little confused by that he uh i guess i don't know why he didn't well that was the only way that he could identify this person in the morning yeah was to see which one at the breakfast table would have yeah um a missing lock of hair yeah that one kind of like I had to I, I, I guess I understood it. I was like very I was a little ter- lost in it, though, because it wasn't so dark that I couldn't see. So I had to go like, oh, right. For some reason, they can't see like that took me maybe too long. <laughs> like, I, I think we all knew what was happening, but I was just like, but what? Why? Why? I feel now? like you were led to believe that it was that dark for them. But mm-hmm, right. as a movie, we had to see we what was happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Magic. Um, yeah. But then I love that twist because I, I wouldn't have thought of this is how dumb i am of like oh yeah i'm just gonna cut everyone in here's hair so that we all look the same yeah i would have been like oh, fuck, i gotta go i have to leave yeah yeah so dave franco uh you know escapes the scorn of nick offerman but of course immediately the, the nick offerman's very horny wife is just trying to like do him she wanted the- to get hers and you know what good for her good yeah, for her she was gonna everybody's really going after dave franco uh, in this movie, mm-hmm. ought to be the actor Dave Franco got so much uh, on-screen lady action. Yeah, he is. I think definitely far more attractive than his older brother. Okay, cool. He is. He has like uh, I think more defined features mm-hmm. in his face. Mm-hmm. A little more stability. A little more cleanliness. <laughs> Isn't he uh, getting married to Allison Brie? Oh, that's oh. right. I believe that's correct. Oh. Wow, that's great news, Dave. You got to see on-screen romance. No wonder they had such chemistry in those sex scenes. Yes. Right? A uh, lot of sex scenes in this movie. A that lot. was my first comment on the way out. Yeah, don't take your se- children. <laughs> don't. Yeah, if you're thinking... Oh, I want to take my kid to a movie about nuns. That'll be a wholesome. You're wrong. Yeah. Red alert. Stick to Sound of Music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tons and tons 
of Lady Bush, mm-hmm. but we didn't get to see one goddamn dick. Yeah. Not we, one. Not one. Yeah, there weren't enough guys to do it. That's the issue. Oh, please. Well, I bet you Dave, I mean, you got Dave Franco, John C. Riley, Fred Armisen. I bet you Dave Franco's afraid to show his dick because, you know. We didn't even see his butt, though. We, did we? You I saw a little kinda, of it when he was running away when he yeah, jumped off. Yeah, it was well, weak. It wasn't they've like shown that on ABC. Yeah. 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 It yeah, was, that was uh, like an ABC family bunch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they almost got it when um, later they're trying to do that love ritual on him. Oh. He's turned just, yes. just enough. Just enough. And and also, like, what's an ideal butt shot here? Do we want to see his butthole? Is that what we're saying? What's going no. on? No. <laughs> I would just like but to see a on. nice, firm, young man's butt. Give uh-huh. us some cheek. Give us, some, <laughs> give us, give us some both butt. cheeks from a slight angle. Yeah. Oh, like a like a baby would you'd pose a baby? Well, let's never equate wanting to see a man's ass <laughs> yeah. with um, you know, kind of like the way you want to see a baby's butt. No, you know what? You're right, Chase. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I was like, no, this is not how we want to see Dave yeah, Franco's right. ass <laughs> or anyone's. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm a real psychopath. No, <laughs> I mean, I bet him and Allison just have a personal Pilates trainer to get those butts in shape. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the workout regimen you got to maintain to keep that butt tight? Right, run so. and lunges and squats. Lunges and squats. Uh, three can't. of my least favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like popcorn and sitting and naps. Will that yeah. do it? What <laughs> will that <laughs> <mean>? <laughs> uh, So yeah, he goes off. So Dave Franco ends up running away. He runs into John C. Riley, like drunk in the woods, who recruits him to join this uh, this. Cu- uh, I keep on wanting to say coven, but that's Mon- not monastery. Monastery, convent. convent. It's convent, convent. but I keep on wanting to say coven. Monasteries for men, convents for the nuns. Yes, oh. convent. Elise is showing her very religious side. Yeah, I know a ton about religion. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two key religious yeah. concepts. Yeah, yeah. So Dave Franco joins, and then because uh, they the the nuns just lost their other like groundskeeper helper guy because they were so mean. so mean to him. That was when uh, I saw how um, just anachronistic and like modern the language was going to be oh, for yeah. a movie that's set in the 1350s. Yeah. We're like, what the fuck are you fucking looking at? Yeah. <laughs> fucking creep. Yeah, fucking <laughs> creep. Fucking creep. What are, you, what are you hoarding all the vegetables like a fucking Jew? Oh, yeah. Was, they uh, went there Elise, a couple times. Elise yeah. got excited. Like, Elise likes a good uh, <laughs> proclamation of, are you a Jew? She laughed very hard at that. Uh, she's excited she's marrying into the Pearlstein name she wants. Yeah, the extremely <laughs> Jewish uh, family that you are. Yeah, very not Jewish. Issues. Um, yeah, that's it. yeah, that was super funny, and yeah, it was also that's that's kind of the weird thing too, right? It's like 1300s. It's got it's Italy, right? Yeah, like it's we, the Dark Ages. Dark Ages, like whatever. No attempt to like do any accents. No. Like yeah, that 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 was all out the door immediately. I liked that though. Yeah, like, that was fine. Yeah. It made me laugh. Yeah, it's funny because they just keep that the whole time. And yeah, you know I mean, the only time they really say anything about it is when um. I don't know her name in real life. Gemma from Girls. Okay, Gemma the from British Girls. One. The other other girl. Yeah. Oh, the witch. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> witch. <laughs> um, which she has the British accent, and Kate McCucci like can't let it go. Yeah, She's like, where are you? From? You're from here. Are you? Sure? You're from here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was the only one. But is that her like real voice or something? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, sorry. We're jumping all over the place. No, it's right. fine. So, uh, so yeah, so they join and then 
I guess like yeah, what's the what's the first thing that like makes it complicated that is like I guess Kate McCucci like wants Dave Franco but no, it's Alison Brie wants okay. she wants to be married and have kids and like there's no suitors that her family can afford. <laughs> right. Um, because they're paying the convent so much money, mm-hmm. um, but he can't afford to lose face by yeah. not giving that money. That's so right. That's right. Can't buy her a suitor. Yeah. Uh, that Allison Brie father uh, bit too was very funny where yeah. he had to like talk to her through like this, like, uh, I don't know, like a wall with little metal. holes. Yeah. 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 Like visiting <laughs> someone in prison. Yeah. yeah. That was so funny. Like, damn, why are you, you look good from what I can see. Like, that was so that funny. Was so funny um who that was polarizer yeah oh that's who yes yes i was like i couldn't i'm like for some reason i I kept on thinking colin quinn even though i know that's not colin quinn that name just kept on coming to my head yeah that was so funny he was great polarizer is great some people are like meant to be married and have families and some people are meant to like embroider very detailed (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe that's your that's you (laughs) god that was funny that was great but yeah so Allison Breeze all wanting a man Mm -hmm. and that's when James Franco arrives on the scene right and she's like ooh you gotta have the they also tell everyone that he's a deaf mute so he can't talk to any of the nuns and they so they are all like well we'll take advantage of this situation Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the, the other big part of this whole plot is that the John C. Riley makes Dave Franco like agree to pretend to be a deaf mute, so the nuns will leave him alone and kind of make his life a little bit easier staying there, and so he can remain in hiding from uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, yeah, exactly. That way, no details get spilled. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna hear deaf mute and then think that that's where this. Right. <laughs> Nobody immediately jumps yeah. to that conclusion. Oh, also, we got to just real quick mention uh, uh, Adam Pally and John Gabris's Nick Offerman's guards. Oh, yeah. That was so yes. funny. They were great. When that just quick shot back to Adam Pally when he was just like, what was that? Like when they <laughs> yeah. were all cutting their hair. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's why? so funny. They're like, I think somebody came in and put a curse on us. <laughs> <laughs> like, so stupid. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a devil curse. Yeah. <laughs> definitely a devil curse. Good. Uh, two good characters to play buffoonish guards. Gotta love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. So Allison Brie wants them. And then Aubrey Plaza, like, forces him like does like a a like a witch ritual we find out like Allison Brie or sorry no Aubrey Plaza is like escaping to the woods fairly regularly maybe that's what the, with she's Gemma. doing with Gemma that's what her name is now. from now that's for now that's what it is yeah and then they're like doing witch stuff and being friends right mm-hmm. yeah and then and then we have like the big drinking lesbian night I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty, they had the communal wine. Mm-hmm. Not okay. They right. stole it. Yeah. Um, and Kate McCucci finds out that she's really into ladies. <laughs> yeah. Because um, her and Aubrey get it on mm-hmm. in the in the throes of passion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the I think night. That's, you call it passion. I call it wine. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody has to support that terrible joke that's fine uh yeah so they're all they're all like 
Gemma's there. She's like kind of being a bad influence on it. Aubrey Plaza's clearly done this thing, this like drinking and like uh, being a lesbian with Gemma before. Kate Micucci, like straight laced, super nice the oh. whole time. She's like sweet and funny. I really like she's that. A tattletale. She's a little tattletale. She's a little tattletale. Yes. And you see that early on too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Detailing where Aubrey Plaza's character has been with the donkey right uh, molly shannon warns her and you know says don't tattle on other people that's right and she's to- told on a nun for eating two portions yeah. she was like don't don't concern yourself with that <laughs> yeah some people need more food yeah some days i like to eat too some days i don't yeah and i just want to throw that out to the world too it's like don't concern yourself with how much i eat either like sometimes yeah. i need more food than you do so fuck off yeah, yeah, if you go for a hard walk, finding a donkey, you might need two breakfasts. Yeah, that's right. Let's all watch our right. own plates. Yeah. I also just want to really quickly correct myself because I looked this up while we were talking for all those hardcore girls fans out there. Oh, her name no. is Jessa on the show. Oh. And I think her real life name is <laughs> Okay, okay. Wait, you think crazy. or do you not know? Is that Gemma? Jemima. Jemima? Like oh, Jemima Aunt Kirk. Jemima? Is that Jemima? Yes, no. You know what? I really? shouldn't be trusted to remember names of people. No, I, I know nothing, and I'm confused. I'm still not. Also, I like how you have the mouse over her nose. It looks like she's wearing like a fun costume. A Biore strip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got a Biore strip. Her pores are so clear after this. Yeah. Uh, I would go with yeah. Jemima on that one. That'd yeah, I'm fine yeah. with that. I just, I don't know how to say most names, as we've well, already figured out. Well, it's not a podcast about girls. Nope. You know what? So, Thank God. Screw Never watched an episode. Please, nobody start that podcast. Never watch i'm sure it's out there already uh subscribe in itunes today uh so yeah then, so then kate mccucci uh and aubrey plaza hook up kate mccucci's like clinging to aubrey plaza yeah. and some of the like saddest weirdest like most uncomfortable lines i've ever heard uh when she was like did last night mean, mean anything? anything oh my god i like my heart died a little bit hearing that yeah i was uncomfortable yeah Oh, and then she's just like, no, we're <laughs> drunk. Bye. Yeah. yeah. In I the just... throes of wine. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, and then Aubrey Plaza does her like weird rich witch ritual uh, to like hook up with Dave Franco with Jemima. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> they all look like they get like real close to ha- like they having s- sex with him and then they're like, bye. Or yeah. like, like they start and then they're yeah. like, we're done. That's a tough And then they just kind of sniff his crotch. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the same time. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> Jemima said, take it in. And now you just see Aubrey Plaza <laughs> two inches away from Dave Franco's dick just go. <laughs> <laughs> then you hear two funny. people laughing in the theater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stephen and Chase. <laughs> that was the funny. Like, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I just sit there and go like, does anybody want to get real close to a dick and <laughs> breathe it? Especially a 13th century dick. Yeah, that's not, gonna, no. that's not a clean dick. Uh, after he'd been in the field all day. Yeah. yeah. Oh. There are no showers there. I didn't see one. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. That showered. was correct for the time. It yeah. Was, they were, they were, they were not habits were on point. Ugh. Uh, so yeah, so they like, they kind of have sex, but like you said, get like an inch away. And then for some reason, Alison Brie is like, she's just lusty this whole time too. She wants to get away and she goes 
and like tries to hook up with Dave Franco once in the field while he's like working, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's too fast, too fast, too fast. Yeah, <laughs> he like tries to push her. He like he yeah he hears something because he's pretending he's a deaf mute, and then he realizes oh something's going on. So he tries to like get her off so he cannot get caught. And she's like, "You're right, we're moving too fast." Uh, which also again another very cringy line. I feel like there was a lot of lines in there that are like if if uh, if a lady said that to me. I'd be very uncomfortable because I just wouldn't know how to respond. Like, did last night mean anything? I'd be like, I, I don't know what I don't know what you want me to say there. Oh, did I not ask you that after the first date? <laughs> after effort, did the last night mean anything? I think I was I think I was asking you that. I was the one pursuing you, my dear. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh, I don't know I don't know I'm just kidding uh, I don't want to say too much more on this podcast because family members listen <laughs> good god yeah alright I guess we don't need to say oh, too well, much oh well they're going to love this episode just in general yeah, yeah. we've had balls and faces balls and oh, yeah, faces yeah, yeah. Uh, gooks, Jews gooks and Jews <laughs> Gooks and juice. <laughs> the the boats and hoes uh, of this movie. Oh, if oh, we God. titled our episodes, oh, no. this one would definitely be <laughs> Gooks and juice. I'm not okay with that. Oh man, oh, just Lord. immediately boycotted by everybody <laughs> in this right. woke community. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, we didn't name the movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we didn't right. name the dialogue. Yeah. We just chose to reuse it in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then, uh, yeah, and then. Allison Brie does like hook up with him kind of right like she decides well there's that second attempt in the like barn there's like a bed oh yeah inside that's right of a in her like embroidery in her, her like, embroidery that is studio. her room I think but then this old woman just walks just in and <laughs> sits into her room and just starts embroidering without paying any attention to the sex that's going on uh, you ever have a roommate like that who's very very old and is constantly embroidering in your bedroom oh fortunately no <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it's more of a 13th century thing yeah. you're right yeah. you're right it's a dark mean, ages thing I don't know tweet at us if that's happening <laughs> right now <laughs> you ever have a very very old woman who's so old she can't w- see two people four feet away from her fucking yeah. <laughs> you know what it, and oh. just goes into someone else's room yeah yeah okay and this is yeah so right before that is when fred armison shows up and he's like the pope or something what is he i think he's like a cardinal cardinal oh, yeah. okay yeah this is where my knowledge of religion leaves this is all falls apart <laughs> i don't know anything you're um, really good at the housing not so much like the structure of the church exactly yeah yeah i don't care to ever know <laughs> Uh, so whatever. So he shows up and he's just been backpacking in his full garbs. Yes. yes. He's got, he's got a bindle over his shoulder when he rolls up to the, the convent. Very funny. Uh, he was also like, he's all like, he might've been my favorite character of the whole thing. Like he's like, he talks about Alison Bree's dad. He's doing his business, doing very poorly like, <laughs> yeah, right in front of her in her room. Yeah. yeah. He uh, was just like a mean person straight, it was great straight man but in the funniest way possible yeah yeah, yeah um, he me up. so so he's there walking around with yeah. molly shannon just getting the lay of the land yeah. questioning the books yeah uh on how this <laughs> suckers run financially yeah <laughs> asking some valid questions yeah I, i'm not so i'm not worried about march <laughs> they were just they're going over like these two pages that lasted so long for like what was totally throwaway dialogue made me laugh i enjoyed it, it very much also i want to say too just during this allison brie dave franco 
hook up. That was one of my favorite moments, too. I thought we were going to get a Dave Franco dick because she like reaches in his pants and like grabs and then she like makes a face and then like kind of just slides her hands out. And then like that was the end of their sex scene. Basically, you're like, wait, what is it? What was that? She gets scared. Maybe it maybe it got intense and then they just cut it. Oh yeah, we never, we never got a lot of like full release or any like full mm-hmm. release sex scenes in that movie. They were all mm. um, builds, and then mm. and his boner went away immediately. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> lot of <laughs> lot of blue balls, a lot yep. of blue balls. We'll build up to blue, blue balls, blue uterus, blue blue uterus, blue uterus. Blue, blue uterus. <laughs> I think that's when that's going to catch on. I'm sure blue of it. Uh, title tweet at us. <laughs> tweet at us. <laughs> Do we had us bluterous? Okay, yeah. So then, uh, and then uh, Kate Micucci's like on the case and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And she figures out that all these people are hooking up. Like she's laying in the field spying on people, real sad and weird, jealous of Aubrey Plaza, wants to hook up with Dave Franco, right? Yeah. I think Anne wants to hook up with Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, yeah. I think she was doing that because she, like Aubrey was doing weird stuff with him. So I think she was doing it to like make her jealous. Oh, um, Ugh, the way but she did work. that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a love potion that they made. Right. Yeah. And when Aubrey did it, they put it in her eyes like eye drops and they were like, don't put it in your mouth. And so Kate stole it and didn't hear that part and uh-huh. just drank it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Crazy. Wow. Maybe yeah, her that, craziness was very fun to behold. That was so funny. She's a great, insane person. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, especially because she was like so kind of small the whole movie. Yeah, and like yeah, that over the top like screaming. Well, <laughs> when she you first see it when she cuts her hand open too, <laughs> and I didn't know if that was just her way the thirteen hundreds way of she took the blood and put it on her face like blush. Yeah. So I was just kind of assuming that's what that was. It's like yeah. her way of getting makeup. Yeah. yeah. By, ble- by bleeding on her face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Very Schindler's List, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, and then I think that's the second time I've said Schindler's List on a movie podcast on this one. I said Schindler's List for the Ross one, too. And I was like, would you like Jason Manzukis in Schindler's List? And we all agreed. Yes, we would. Well, sure. <laughs> sure. I mean, that'd be great. <laughs> He's a natural fit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she like she tries to do this like blush, but uh, also Aubrey Plaza did it too earlier. This blood blush thing, but it's the very little. She her face. Oh, it came Yeah, ends up looking like just, Twisty the Clown from American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah. Bright red cheeks. She's covered in blood. There's yeah. like, uh, yeah, that was like a lot to deal with. So yeah, she goes into James Franco, tries to seduce him, and then somebody's coming, so she hides. Yeah. And that's when Aubrey comes in and they kidnap him for their witch ritual. And that's they take right. him away. Right. And then Kate's running through the field yes. or the forest with Allison. They're trying to go figure out where these kids are going. Right. Those crazy kids. But lo and behold, they find them, and there is a coven of witches dancing. Mostly naked around mm-hmm. a fire in the middle of the forest at night. This is yeah. the bush scene Elise was mentioning earlier. Lots of bush. Lots of everyone's naked, yeah. just being mm-hmm. themselves. Beautiful um, thing. And and Chase, you're the historian of this episode. <laughs> Thank you. Is that what do you feel that bush was accurate? Um, do I feel like the for the time for the, the time visual representation of yeah, their vaginas? Yeah. Was that was that bush you right? Know, one um <sighs> thing that is really lacking in my knowledge of history is any sort of familiarity <laughs> with how vaginas looked in the dark ages. So and, unfortunately, and, and I'm gonna go with 
They look like vaginas. And are you, you've spent so much time studying history. I know this about you. Are you? Did you not take the course on uh, medieval bushes? Or is that a continuing education mm. thing for you? Mm-hmm. You're just yeah. avoiding it. Had I gone for the masters instead of the bachelor's, that would have been the next class. <laughs> the next class is medieval bush. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, it's not too medieval late. vaginas. I think is what it was called. Medieval vaginas. Yes. Yeah. We're getting a lot of good lady terminology out of this us. episode. Bluterus, Medivh vagina. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff there. Yeah. And then, so then Kate Bakucci tries to join this like witch ritual. Well, she's insane. Just strips off all of her clothes, blood all over her face. They're all dancing around. She just tries to join. They just cut it in. And then immediately all the witches are like, stare at like, you don't belong here. What are you yeah, doing here? Super judgy yeah, for naked witches. She really freaks out yeah, on them. Yeah, that's when she really loses her mind. She tries to steal the donkey. She attacks Jemma. She knocks Jemima <laughs> unconscious. Unconscious. <laughs> Beats the shit. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, you feel like if, there, if you're a bunch of naked women uh, dancing in the woods and another naked woman rolls up and starts dancing yeah. with you, I mean, yeah, you're part of it. You're just part of it. Yeah, you know, you know what? I'd be like, yeah, come on. What's one more naked woman? Yeah, what's one more? She's so tiny. She's just lying right in. Yeah, yeah. That's my. I think that's like my greatest fear in life is just like, oh, everybody's doing something. Let me try to join in, and then everyone are turning and immediately going like, no. Oh yeah, that's you a don't fit one. in. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they're dancing around that big ass bonfire. Mm-hmm. And my worry would be just like naked ne- embers, like burning oh, you yeah. as you yeah. <laughs> frolic around. <laughs> it's a serious concern. Yeah. I mean, again, this is why I keep my clothes on a bonfire. Well, so. yes. <laughs> as much as we try to get them off. <laughs> yeah. And I can assure you, I do have a 19th century bush. So. Oh. <laughs> Accurate. Thank goodness the family is listening. Century. Oh, wait. What century was it? Well, that was 14th century. I think I said th- it was 14th Damn. century. Yeah. 13th. Yeah. I got all. You got oh. a lot of bushes. You got all. <laughs> she's got all the bushes. It's really incredible. Uh, yeah. So Kate Micucci goes crazy, knocks out Gemma, uh, like frees Dave Franco from about to being murdered or have sex. Well, with. yeah. Were they going to murder him? I couldn't quite pick up on that. They never really. They said it's a fertility ritual, but they were holding a knife over his chest like they were about to plunge yeah. into him. Yeah. So I'm not sure. We yeah. never got closure on that. Until we see the sequel. Until uh, the littlest hours, the littler hours, <laughs> littler oh. hours, the tiny. Uh, and so they escape. Yeah. So yeah, Kate Micucci runs off with the horse, uh, and then wakes up everybody. The donkey. Thank you, Elise, for the Thank correction. God. The horse. Is uh, <laughs> she tall. runs to the convent, wakes everybody. It's the middle of the night. She wakes everybody up, including Cardinal Armisen. Cardinal Armisen. <laughs> Cardinal Armisen comes up uh, immediately upset. She's screaming. Uh, and then Allison Brie reveals that she's a Jew. And Kate Micucci has one of the best lines of the movie. She like freezes, stunned and ashamed. And then she screams, I'm not a Jew. <laughs> so loud. That was great. Yeah, that was great. Oh, she's so funny. Yeah, she was the MVP of that movie. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. Good and, job, the, Kate. and then we get the disciplinary thing from Fed Armisen next day. Like he's just reading. Reading down their like uh, their rap Ooh, yeah. sheet, basically. Oh god, that was so funny. I mean, just everything was perfect. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that's in the trailer, and it's very funny. And I knew all of it from the trailer, and it was still funny watching it's it. Mm-hmm. Funny. I like that one. I like that whole bit. 
I, there's not all of it's not in the trailer. Just a few parts. Yeah, you get a few surprises. There's a few yes. surprises. Well, yeah, I think there was a. I think there was like an early trailer. Maybe not. Maybe I'm making this up. But it was like mostly based around that. Like just them, him, kind of like saying how bad they are. It's like John C. Riley saying it, and Fred Armisen just saying how bad they are. Like, Eating blood. Do you think I've ever written that down before? Like, <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, oh, that's like yeah. It's good trailer material. Yeah. It's like look how bad yeah. these nuns are. These are bad <laughs> nuns. Come see. Yeah. This movie about bad nuns. So then Dave Franco gets back to Nick Offerman's castle. He's prisoner again. He is going to live out his days being tortured in one of the few things I know about Game of Thrones. Mm. Um, one of the torture things that Nick Offerman threatens him with is you put rats up to someone's abdomen. Yeah. And I, I guess some sort of barrel or bucket yeah. or something. You light on fire the other end so that the rats burrow through you yeah um and i have never watched game of thrones but i know that that's on game of thrones it because is. the reason i've never seen game of thrones is because i have an aversion to gore oh yeah and so i will tell people i'll be like i'm never gonna watch it but just tell me the goriest thing on the show so i can obsess over it <laughs> in, in fear just yeah. think about Did how never ever wanting eyes? to see it <gasps> I mean, that was even like yeah, a lot. I think for, I, I do hate know people about are that. Pushing in people's it, eyes. Yeah. Like, can't handle it. Kill Bill too. Oh. You know how that happens all the time. Like people are constantly going around, especially pushing each at improv eyes. shows. Yeah. Yeah. You're in an improv <laughs> show. You know, yeah. somebody is they're warming up with zip zap zap, and then they push in each other's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't with that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was in another movie, and I'm trying to think of what it was. Ooh. Fuck. I'm tr- I wish I could remember that. So, uh, we had a great listener from another episode. I was like trying to remember uh the queen latifah movie where she goes on a holiday it's called the last holiday yes couldn't Ah. remember what it was called so somebody remembers this movie where somebody uses a uh it was the same thing the rat thing but bunch of rats in a metal bucket blowtorch on the top of it like so it's heating up and the rats like dig through a guy i don't think they actually go through i don't think they actually like dig through him but like he starts doing he's all fucked up and bloodied and stuff what movie is that listeners i know somebody knows what that is you can help us out tweet at us we need to know at love you podcast Okay, great. And also, uh, hashtag uh, bluterus, Bl- hashtag midivagina. <laughs> Midivagina. Midivagina. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, so yeah, Dave Franco is going to get tortured his whole life. But psych, no, he isn't. Because here come the, the nuns. girls, because this movie is all about girl power. Yeah. Woo. This movie was originally called Girls, but it turns out that <laughs> With was With a taken. Z. <laughs> Like a good movie should. And and, and Chase, uh, spelling girls with a Z, is that historically accurate? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> because there was such poor lighting in the 1300s, you often yeah. couldn't tell an S from a Z. Mm. And so many times, I think that's where you also got the quote, split the difference. <laughs> it's from the 1300s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so they said, let's just split the difference. We don't know what it is. <laughs> So. <laughs> just, just, yes. <laughs> just really interchangeable. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for that. We yeah. really appreciate oh, your insight. Any, I look forward to more historic bon mots <laughs> in these next few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so the girls go. Well, they, they they know that they're gonna kill him, so they're like, we mm-hmm. should go really save this dude's life. Yeah. And they do so by tricking, again, Adam Pally and John Gabris with a turtle with a candle on it. <laughs> yeah. And like two of the stupidest people in the world, they just follow the turtle. 
<laughs> like I gotta funny. see where this is going. Wouldn't you if it just appeared? Be like, how to get that candle there? You know, I imagine like yeah, if, if it's the 14th century, there's not a lot to do. It's not like I can read. You know, it's not like there's TV. I pro- yeah, I see a I see a turtle with a candle on its back. It's like drop everything. He also has something you want a light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Double cool. Double cool. Yeah. yeah that w- that's essentially like the refrigerator of the 14th <laughs> Turtle with a candle on its back. That's the hottest thing anybody's ever heard of. Um, on a historic fact, until mm. sliced bread existed, the phrase was, wow, this is the best thing to happen since a turtle with a candle on its back. <laughs> Which sadly, this movie has sliced bread in it. So yeah, never yeah. Mind. yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. I think they it was had loaves of bread. Yeah, it was a whole they loaf. Didn't know You're good. Slice yeah, it yeah. Good. yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody. They just cut the loaf in half and <laughs> ate it. Yeah, they didn't quite figure out slices yet. <laughs> just tearing. Uh, yeah, and so they all, they all, they break uh, Dave Franco out. They run off into the woods. Uh, we see them. They they basically escape the whole thing. We see Molly Shannon and John C. Riley. Oh yeah, we found out they're oh, yeah. hooking up. Mm-hmm. They've been hooking up. Yeah, uh, embarrassing. Uh, you're not supposed to do that because of God. And they they're meeting in the woods We're on a bridge. Co- co- covenant. Yeah. Coven, what did we call it again? Convent. A convent. convent. Thank you. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. Well, he got sent away, John C. Riley, because when Cardinal Armisen found out, he mm-hmm. was like, "You can't be here anymore." So that's why they had to meet up in the woods. Late night. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's being a monk, and he's like, he's just monking it out. And he, <laughs> so boring. Yeah, just guys. It's just guys there. It's just guys. They pray all day. I mean, I know it's necessary, but <laughs> yeah, he yeah he does say something like, yeah, it's like really important. Like, yeah. Like I love that. Um. Yeah. And then they escape with uh, Dave Franco. And is that the end? Is that like kind of the last bit of it? Yeah. Well. Aubrey yeah. takes like a long look because Molly Shannon took the donkey with her to go yeah. meet him on the bridge. Yeah. And Aubrey, they hide and Aubrey sees the donkey just chilling on the bridge and then they frolic off to yeah. like a, up, their happy pan life. Up to the starry sky and then to the credits we go. To the credits we go. To the credits we go. And to the credits we go, indeed. Uh, so <laughs> we talked about everything. <laughs> what do we think of this movie ultimately? Like, uh, it seems like critically pretty good. We got 80% 80 on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience, 82% liked it. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't let that inform your decision. But what do we think? Oh, um. I mean, yeah. Broad strokes, you don't have to give it a rating. Necessarily, we're not like, going to rate it? We um, can. I was just going to start with like the broad strokes. Like, do we like it? Do we think it was funny? Do we get it? Yeah, I, I enjoyed like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for many, for not many, but for a few different reasons. I think the chief among them is that it's you don't feel like you're watching a movie you've already seen. Yeah. Which, as we all know, in this industry, it's tough to not see something and immediately think, oh, this is kind of a ripoff of X, Y, or Z. This was a very unique movie. Most of that I enjoyed. Some of it I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I feel the same. It was, it's just kind of refreshing when you see like a comedy like this and it has so many like great people in it. Um, and it is unique and it was something a little different and, a lot of turns like surprised me, which is always fun because I feel like being in comedy, you can be like, oh, yeah, I know. I know what's about to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I I thought everyone was great in it. I thought mm. they all like nailed it. The mm-hmm. Their lines are super funny. Their timing. Great. Everybody's face acting. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I will also give that as a special credit. This was a cast that really committed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
was very impressed. I thought there were a lot of standouts. Yeah. yeah. Very good. For yeah. sure. What'd you think? Um, you know, I, I was watching the whole time I'm watching it. I'm like, do I like this or not? And I couldn't really decide. Like, it's definitely funny, but it's also so not that funny in mo like that. The, the first third of the movie is like there's not a lot of laughs in it. I think they're very sparse and you're kind of like what what is the tone they, it's it's tough to get on board with it reminded me my thought is like it reminds me of um, like Napoleon Dynamite like it's mm-hmm. super weird and different and it is funny it's definitely funny I don't think it'll have like the same like uh, cultural impact that Napoleon Dynamite had right. with all of its weird stupid shit that came out of it but it's also like I'm just like oh but I also never really need to see it again I feel like like we just saw the house as well I might rewatch the house like if that was on I might rewatch it uh, but this I'm like I think if we're, like it was on like HBO I'd be like I mean I don't know like maybe if I were, if all the elements aligned, mm-hmm. and I, one of them being that I were super stoned, I would definitely watch it again mm. at home after like a year or two had gone by and I'd forgotten it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because all I would be left it. with is that I remember enjoying it. I remember finding it funny. Um, but I wouldn't like, I'm not rushed not to buy the digital copy. That's fair. I think yeah. that's fair. All right. Well, let's do let's do our I love it and I like it moments. Okay. So we try to pick two mo- moments from every Parks episode, and we're doing it for these movies, too. Our I love it moment is a moment that you found sweet or heartwarming or whatever. And our like it moment, maybe your favorite joke of it. Um, so, Elise, what do you mm-hmm. think? Do you have an I love it? Do you have an um, I like it? Let's I hear it. I do have an <clears throat> I love you moment. Um, it's at the very end mm-hmm. when um, Molly Shannon and John C. Riley get back together on the bridge. And honestly, like, I think Molly just did such a good job of bringing like this sweetness to like how happy she was to see mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Like, how, like, and it was just such a nice moment. Like it wasn't funny and it was just like nice and cute. And I was just like, Oh, Oh my God. <laughs> um, so that's my I love you moment. Love it. My, I like you moment. Mm. Oh, this is gonna be tough. Cause there were so many, I mean, I feel like that whole just Fred Armisen scene really, he, I love him so much. And I think that just really cracked me up the whole yeah. time. I'm, he can say anything and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's fair. That's um, fair. so yeah, when he's reading off their sins, yeah, that's my, I like it moment. It's a good call. I like that. Um, I'm going to go for my, I love it moment. I'm going with the, at the end, there's a part where like, I guess it's between, them go Dave Franco being taken away and Dave Franco being rescued. All the nuns are like the, the three main ones are sitting out there on the grass and they're talking or whatever. And, you know, I think Kate McCoochie's like, I, I didn't know you were a witch and I wish you'd told me. And, and Aubrey Plaza says something like, well, I just thought I'd, I'd get you like all to be one of my witches, my witches soon, like in my, my, con- my covenant or convent or whatever fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, and, and Kate and Kate McCoochie goes like, you think I could be, you think I could be a witch? And our brother just goes like, yeah, I was like, that's very sweet. Like I like, like that's the type of weird acceptance that I like seeing in the world. I feel like there are a lot of weirdos out there who do not feel like they have a place sometimes, including myself. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? We should just be like, yeah, of course you're part of this. Like we like you Let's do that. That was very nice and cool. I love that. That, that made my heart. My heart Aww. get all tickled. That was nice. Um and then God, what's my favorite God, what's my favorite joke of this one? I th- 
I mean, I wish I think it might have just been them berating the first groundskeeper and like screaming yeah. at him yeah. and hitting him. Not expecting that one. Yeah, I was not they yeah, they went they went hard on that. And just again, it was at least laughed really loudly at this, but I loved it too. <laughs> and just because it was such a turn, like you weren't expecting like, what are you a Jew? Like that was that got me. Yeah, that cracks me up. So I think that's my favorite <laughs> joke of it, just how intense that was. Chase, what about you? What do you got? Um for I love you moments, I thought there was something really sweet in a moment we've already touched on where mm-hmm. Kate Micucci is asking Aubrey Plaza, um, didn't last night mean anything to you? Oh, yeah. Part of that is just the delivery. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I thought the movie had a couple sweet moments. Yeah. Um, that was a very... That she is... It, that was really nicely done. Yes. Like it, they very well acted a lot of that. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just, you know, with this sexual awakening, I thought it was a sweet human moment to for her to question, like, the emotional implication the mm. next day. Mm. Oh, okay. And then I like you. Uh, I don't know why it stands out, because it is a joke that has been a staple of so many comedy movies and TV shows, but... Fred Armisen is calling this trial to order and he rings a bell (laughs) and you think that he's done ringing the bell and then he rings the bell again (laughs) and you think he's done ringing the bell and he rings the bell again. And I, it, it is a dependable Fred Armisen joke, but it's Mm -hmm. still just, I loved it. It was funny. The timing on that was perfect. I remember that was hilarious. I totally (laughs) forgot about that. But there, like he, he rings it three times, like da ding, da ding, da ding. (laughs) And he pauses and it like perfectly under them da ding, da ding, da ding. And then he waits, and then it was like a half a beat longer than the positive one. <laughs> and he does it again, and you're like, "Oh, I'm sure it's done." And then it's like another weird like rhythm. It's so it's such perfect timing for. <laughs> but yeah, every single one of those bell rings made me laugh. I'm like, "That's great, good job, yeah. Fred Armisen." And you saw it coming, and it was still funny. It was yeah. still funny. It was. I still thought very funny. I was like, "Is this how it rings in?" And then when he kept doing it, I was like, "Oh, is it like how many sins they have? Mm. Is how many like bell ring?" But I think it was just like. Just for that joke, I read too much into it. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you for your apology. <laughs> that makes yeah. us a little bit more bearable. Great, great, great. great. Um, okay, so. so let's rate it. We're gonna rate this uh, out of ten, one to ten, or zero to ten. You can give a half points, whatever. Uh, point points, uh, and we just rate it out of whatever we want to. So you could give it, you know, five bell rings if you wanted to, okay. or five perfectly timed bell rings, or anything you want. Um, Elise, why don't you start it out? I'm gonna give it. Oof, uh, I'm gonna give it seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, winter habits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot. I did think some of it, like I think all the jokes are good, and the acting was really good. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. I just yeah. I feel like a seven and a half is is where I'm at with it. It was shorter. Yeah, and I feel like most movies. It just yeah. got, uh, an hour like, and a half. We've been here an yeah. hour. Yeah, it was very was fast. Tight, tight movie. Um, I could have used more Molly. Let me tell you what. Yes. But you Let's know, all the what? girls rocked it, and you know the guys were okay too. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I think, you know, yeah, it was it, the plot was like weird in a way. Sort of again, sort of the same. If like Napoleon Dynamite, it's like I don't know what the fuck this is about. Like yeah. uh, for for the longest time. Like, I still have a little trouble. Like, I couldn't summarize it well uh, if I tried. Uh, but 
So that kind of was like tough for me, I'll be honest. But it was like funny and it was really well acted. You know, John C. Riley is always great. Molly Shannon did a great job. Kate McCucci. I haven't really seen her in a whole bunch of things, but I was like, man, she's really good. Like the sincerity and a lot of the lines, like the stuff you mentioned, is so like uh, gripping and like emotionally impactful. Uh, and then Aubrey Plaza and Allison Breed, like both really funny. But everybody did a great job. I was, I was impressed the whole thing around Fred Armisen killed it um but i felt like i spent a lot of time just going like what is what's happening what is this fucking movie mm-hmm. uh so I, just some of that those were humps were a little bit harder for me to get over so i think i'm gonna give it like six and a half six and i'm gonna give it six and a half uh 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 duplicate confessions oh yeah yeah Copycat. yeah okay. yeah i go cool um chase what do you got i enjoyed it enough to probably give it a little bit higher not substantially but in its favor um it's great when a comedy cast excels at playing just baldly cuckoo circumstances with such conviction yeah um and i I love watching any comedic performance where you know, the actor isn't winking at you or, you know, kind of Mm -hmm. basking in how funny they are. Mm. I loved how committed every um, actor was in this movie. So for me, that was one thing that really bolstered it. Um, Yeah, I agree with that. Based on that alone and just the, the, anything we can do to be more sex positive and girl positive. And Mm. there was a lot of girl power in the movie, which I think, yeah, socially is something we need right now. Um, All men. Those I thought were two strengths. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, as a comedic device, I thought that they played the uh, contemporary language in the 1300s. I thought they played that very well without it getting tired. Mm-hmm. Um, so despite my own misgivings about, yeah, what exactly is this movie? What is this movie trying to say? Uh, I would give it eight slow turtles carrying candles on their backs <laughs> yeah good, good. Yes. yeah that's a good uh, that's overall a, rating that's no yeah i think that's good i think that probably brings us to you know mid seven yeah that's i think that's a recommend and i think that's yeah. i think if you i think if you think you might like it that definitely go see it if you're like yeah. no way then yeah maybe it's not enough to sell you if you but, haven't seen it i'm glad you listened thank you for yeah, listening all the way thank through. you we're gonna we're gonna tell them at the top yes i know yeah it's just the whole thing yeah, thank you for splitting the difference yeah yeah Yeah. um okay great so yeah so check out the little hours if you feel like it uh and if you like it tell us more about it we want to know okay so now chase we just like to talk uh to you and talk about parks and recreation just very just a little bit just a little bit just a little bit um first off you said you watched the show right like you didn't get to the last season that's right correct but i am definitely familiar with the universe the characters fair enough all right then we haven't asked this in a little bit uh if you're most like a character on parks and recreation who do you think you're most like for me it's pretty easy i'm an adam scott ben wyatt type i'm so boring I'm so uh, incredibly handsome. Uh, those are those are my qualities. Elise, she's an, she's a. Uh, uh, wait, which one do you think you are again? I mean, April. You're, yeah, you're okay. You're an April Ludgate for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an April Ludgate, and I think one day you're going to be an April Dwyer. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> uh, Grizz, our dog, is a champion. 
but he's got yeah hi Grizz. <laughs> but he's got four legs so you, know. you don't think he's a little sebastian oh he is a little sebastian what a little sebastian he's a total little sebastian oh, <laughs> <laughs> as he eats his butt that's little sebastian <laughs> classic I would have to say I'm also an April. Okay. I think if nothing else, facial yeah. expressions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You I can. have been told I can give, and usually it's unintentional, mm-hmm. a pretty mean glare. Sure. Sometimes, sure, it's intentional, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, that and uh, when I'm in a bad mood, it's kind of just similar to how she is in her day to day. There's not really any masking the contempt or any attempt at pleasantries. Amen. Um, so I would say I'm in April if I had to pick one. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I think you're. You've never, you've never been in April to me. I've never needed to. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. That's sweet. Um, okay. We also like to talk about our Jerry dits. We just like, do they screwed up anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, lately, we always try to give more contemporary ones, uh, ones that we've done because uh, we do this all the time on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but if you have any moments that you might have screwed up real bad, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, I know I'm Elise thinking. has one from today. I do? Yeah. What did I do today? Oh, well, okay, yeah. I lost my garage door opener. <laughs> and so now I have a car, but no way to get in and out of our garage. Yeah. Well, I have to make Steven come down and let me in. Yeah. But now I was like, oh, I'll just buy one. Like 10 bucks, right? It was like $35. I'm yeah. like, God damn it. Too much. I can go get it out of my old car, but that's a whole thing. And I'm like, uh, whole nightmare. Yeah. So I jerried that you one because we talked about it too. One. We were like, "Don't forget to grab that." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, "I won't." Yeah, that's a jerry it. Oh, that's my bad. That's a Jerry. Damn it, Jerry. Not damn it, Jerry. You got one? I don't know. Do I have one? I must have had one since the past forty-eight hours since we recorded one of these. Aww. I know I had. You've to been have a perfect one. angel. Yeah, you right. All weekend. Aww. Took you. Took you in. Uh, what I must have done something. I'm sure I did something. I'll think of it. I'll think of a good Jerry'd. All right. I want to work on this real hard. Chase, you got one? Sure. Um, I... <laughs> when it comes to revealing my contact lenses, I'm always a really bad procrastinator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so... I am on the last legs of the two that I have in right now. Mm-hmm. They both have um, tears in them <laughs> that are, you know, tolerably painful. Uh-huh. But I, if I don't have them in, I can't see. And my glasses keep sliding off my face. So because I didn't reorder contacts, um, I'm kind of blinking through the next few days until they arrive <laughs> blinking rapidly and frequently i just oh, assumed you were very high uh no no no, no. <laughs> rule of thumb unless the podcast mandates it it's not uh <laughs> not polite i certainly wouldn't be speaking this quickly and coherently <laughs> yes you're a history expert obviously don't yes do that exactly to fun fact marijuana <laughs> I rest my case. The end. <laughs> the end. It's been around. Um, okay. I thought of a good Jerry did. Uh, this one, I so I got a job. I got a like this cool little little job that I do, I do freelance stuff, but I needed to send 
the client needed to send me some stuff to like start working on. And then I, but I needed to send the client the contract before they could send me the stuff to start working on. And they had a hiatus coming up for like two weeks over 4th of July. And I sent it a day too late. I sent the contract a day too late. So they're like, Oh, you can't do any of the work. And now I'm worried that I'm not going to get paid Mm. or the job at all. And I'm like, Oh no, I spent too much time on this and I want that money and Mm. that job. Damn it, Jerry. Yeah. Fuck that that up. I'm really, I'm a little grumpy about it. Jerry. Yeah. I Jerry that one. Very, very oh, fixable. I was just like being lazy. I was like, yeah, I'll send an email whenever. I get too many fucking emails. Ugh. Fuck you gotta up. keep up those emails. No, I just whatever. It's fine. Okay. Now then, uh, now that we did all the, <laughs> the sad stuff, what about the happy stuff? Yeah. You like to treat yourself. Uh, you ever, if you've done anything uh, nice for yourself lately, anything just for you? Elise, have you treated yourself? Starting off over you there. You know what? I did also mm. today. I had a Jerry and a treat yourself all in one. Ooh, um, yeah, girl. So today I was like, oh, like my back's a little sore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a bath. Uh huh. Because I got a bath yeah. bomb, and I've never uh, used a bath bomb because I haven't taken a bath, and I don't know how long. <laughs> Is this house isn't really the bathrooms aren't. Mm-hmm. Really made for baths. Yeah. <laughs> Never taken a bath here. Uh, so I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to have a nice little bath. I'm just going to lay there. I put a mud mask on. Oh, you did I just it right. spotted up. Stephen came in and put the candles lit for me. Put the oh. candles lit. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I put them lit. Uh, <laughs> and it was just nice. And I was just in there for, you know, not that long, but... Mm-hmm. It was fun while I was in there, and it felt very relaxing. I just need hotter water, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our, our faucet doesn't get as hot as I'd like it to. Steven dumped in boiling water for me because yeah. he's an angel. Done that before at the half. Yeah, yeah it, nice. it, it did last too long, but it was nice. It didn't last long? Not that long. I didn't think it would. Yeah. I got to go figure out how to just fix that thing. Make Yeah, make that water. Yeah. I want to be... Call the manager. <sighs> <laughs> I don't, don't even know who that is. Don't even get us started on that. <laughs> yeah, don't I'd like get to be started. like come out of a bath like skin red from. That's how she like. Yeah, she likes. She likes like being burned oh. all over. And at like we've done it. We've seen her like at hotels and stuff like that. She just comes out like a fucking lobster. I'm like, what did you do? I like it. Yeah. Nice. Well, at the risk of sounding creepy, you are welcome to come take a bath at my place mm. anytime <laughs> because a I take them there frequently, so I Ooh, yeah. have the tub ready for them and be the water oh my god it is um yeah gets boiling hot yes. that's, that, that's that valley water that, that's that valley <laughs> water <boils> all day. <laughs> it's real hot uh, well thank you for that i so, wow. anytime you have to treat yourself again i love it <laughs> um okay yeah. so yeah how did i treat myself in the past 48 hours i think mine uh I've been trying to uh, rein back in my eating lately because I just feel like I've slowly been getting like out of control. Like how you like, I don't think people do this is like you start going like hot more and more in all your portions and stuff. And you're like, maybe just another snack or whatever. And I've just been like, let, I let it slide for a while. And then I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I like rein it back in. So I haven't had as much fun food, although today I did face a whole bucket of popcorn uh, for this. <laughs> but uh it's for the podcast yeah it's okay you have to do it i just requirement of the podcast uh but today i was like i want uh, after cutting out a lot of stuff i didn't have any sweets and i was like you know what i'm gonna get i think this counts as maybe not so bad i got some like real dark chocolate with almonds in it mm-hmm. and so i'm like i'm gonna use that as my like little treats the you know just a snacky snack on oh, and i'm gonna nice. i'm gonna have those when i feel like your bunch of crunch box wasn't <laughs> no, I know. 
Now, again, that is a requirement of the podcast, my lady. I have to do that. There is no other option. You're from Georgia now? <laughs> Apparently. See well, us. <laughs> yeah, that's how I treat it. Okay, fine. You know what? I've been treating myself for like five years on food. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to keep doing it, and nobody's going to change me. You pay attention to your own meals, everybody, including you. All right. <laughs> All right, Chase, what do you got? I'm getting the fucking third degree over here. Whoa. What did you? No. No. How have you treated yourself? Yeah, I was going to say, I can't wait to talk about how I treated myself with this <laughs> calm and lovely uh, introduction and segue to me. Um, well, I would go with, oh, full disclosure, I would go with the spa thing, but I do that a couple times a week. Oh, My wow. family, they love to joke that Chase is kind of always on vacation, <laughs> except for those two to three weeks a year when he is actually working, which is not true. Uh, yeah. But Sometimes as such, four weeks. like, I mean, you know, you got to take baths. They're good for you. Yeah. But what I did to treat myself that was out of the norm, um, I like to have a little bit of wine, but Friday night I didn't keep as good a track of how much wine I'd had at a friend's party and I wasn't driving. Uh, so I had probably more than I am used to. So Saturday morning I had a very rare, as I do not get these often, hangover. Um, and, and that's your treat? Yeah, that was <laughs> a real treat, yes. That's it. Can I, I want to tell you, that's a terrible Facing treat. A hangover in your 30s. <laughs> yes, it's lovely. Uh, so I said, you know what, Chase? I am too tired and hungover to lift a finger to make breakfast. So I'm going to use one of those restaurant delivery services mm. for breakfast. Yes. Nice. And because those have such a steep minimum price, mm -hmm. I mean, I had to order a lot. Not really a lot, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, the, a breakfast burrito, some pumpkin pancakes, mm. oh, an expensive coffee, Ooh. and some bacon. That sounds great. What? I ate, uh, you know, I didn't like wolf it all down. I did kind of um, the pretty woman, which is the scene from the historic pretty woman movie where mm -hmm. she has this giant hotel breakfast in front of her and eats a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, are you about to say what you call that movie? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you call that movie? Uh, I just think it'd be uh, what, who's what's the name of that guy who directed? I it's not coming to my head. Gary right? Marshall. Gary Marshall, right? Like big, sweet, like jovial guy, right? Yes. Um, I just think it'd be funny if he really wanted to call that movie "Pretty Whore." <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, that's what she is. She's a whore, but she's pretty. It's called "Pretty Whore." Like, I oh. hope that's how he went to the studio, and he was like, Gary, Gary, no, that's not. It's about a whore. Whore with a heart of gold, pretty whore. Like, yeah, when I I was young when that movie came out, and my mom, bless her heart, I love her, but she, uh, you know, at the time, you mm. didn't really want to have a movie about a prostitute, so she could not understand, like, why couldn't she just be a waitress? Why couldn't she just be a salesman? Because of the plot. Like, because I don't think you, I don't think you would ever say to a waitress, "Can I buy you for the week?" Yeah, mine. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love I love when uh, parents bring their good their good values to movies and entirely pull it apart. Why do the Transformers have to fight? Why can't they have the all be buddies? Right. 
Oh man. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's pretty much it. I want to end it on one positive thing. Uh, Parks and Recreation has always shown a good light on government, and I feel like the government is good for the most part. Not so much right now. Uh, but since this isn't a government episode, this isn't a Parks and Recreation episode. I found good entertainment news, uh, and this one is uh, basically there's this kid who has been bullied uh, by another kid in England, and so his father asked for celebrities if anybody knows any celebrities to tweet at him a happy birthday message and guess what hollywood came through he got tweets from ellen degeneres and russell crowe and some news lady and a guy who draws bart simpson and monica Lewinsky. god bless Monica Uh, a celebrity if i ever saw one i mean yeah like she's arguably more famous than a lot of people i'm just glad that when someone on twitter says please answer the call celebrities monica Lewinsky takes to her typewriter tape to her keyboard <laughs> not typewriter no, no, she, i am old she takes to her keyboard and is like ah i am the celebrity <laughs> you need and deserve listen i will i am happy to make fun of monica Lewinsky. i will say that she's an anti-bullying advocate and that's why she's involved in this oh. but still oh. fucking that's good to know not but still monica Lewinsky going like celebrities i'm in right. yeah that's not fun uh that's she's she's not i don't know if she's like even a big enough celebrity to be like celebrity dance one of the dance shows, uh, Idol. Oh God, dance Idol. Uh, oh God, everyone's dancing with, with the, the stars. stars. The stars. Thank she's you. Not, wow, that took me a long time. She's not even a big it's enough a celebrity to be with Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. It's one a.m. Uh, yeah, so a little good, good Hollywood news and we there. Also, nice. want to wish little Ollie, Ollie, a happy, a happy <laughs> birthday. Oh, yeah, Ollie, happy from birthday. all of us plus the guest. <laughs> The three celebrities yes. here in this room. Tweet at us. And Grizz. And Grizz. And Grizz. He always wishes happy birthday. Tweet at us, uh, Bluterus. Okay. We're going to make Bluterus a thing, guys. Yeah. Here we go. Everyone hop on. Everybody hop on the Bluterus train. Uh, Chase, thank you so much for doing thank this you. episode. Thank you. You're a hero. Thank you. thank you for watching a movie with us. Thank you for inviting Elise into your bathtub. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll have I it ready. there tomorrow. <laughs> Two different types of salts. Oh, wow. <laughs> Two salts. Damn. That's crazy. One um, for is- sniffing, one for bathing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> one for getting all real high and eating someone's <laughs> face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I want to see someone take bath salts and then take a bath. Take a bath. <laughs> uh, splish splashing around. Oh my God. Uh, oh God. They help me relax. <laughs> they help me unwind. This is what I need after a long week. Uh, but Chase, again, thank you for coming on. Is there anything that you want to plug or share with your listening audience? Uh, social media projects, anything at all? Uh, I appreciate you for plugging thebitterwaiter.com oh, and yeah. Brunch, the web series. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at M Chase McCown, M C C O W N. Find me there. Check it out. Toy. All right. That's it for another special bonus episode of I Love You and I Like You Parks and Recreation podcast, except this time about the little hours. Uh, and until next time, we love you. And we like you. Thank you for listening. You can find the show at Love You Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you have questions, fan art, love it moments, like it moments, gifts, reviews, and more, reach out to us there. If you want to email us, you can at loveyoupodcast at gmail.com. You can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. And me at Elise Michelle. Our theme music was composed by Thomas Gilbert. And our show art was by Kevin David Crow. Give us a sweet, sweet five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, we love you. And we like you.
Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now. Hey, it's Josh Simpson and Jake Jabour from The Meat Improv. The Meat Improv is a comedy podcast where we bring on the best comedians in the world to tell meaty stories from their lives, and then they do improv comedy with us. You don't think we're good at improv? Check out this little snippet from Jake Jabour's real life. Hey, where's all my cats? <laughs> he never knows. The Meat Improv. You can listen to it on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. That's The Meat Improv.